Boar's Head invites you to enlighten your senses. Introducing Boar's Head Ichiban Teriyaki-style chicken. Inspired by Japanese master chefs, our signature teriyaki glaze is crafted with garlic, ginger, and a hint of brown sugar. Then paired with our tender, slow-roasted chicken breast for a flavor that's sweet, savory, remarkably bold. Boar's Head Ichiban Teriyaki-style chicken. The bold flavor of Japan. Now at the deli. Compromise elsewhere. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, folks. Hello, folks. Welcome to another conversation. June seventeenth is Father's Day in the U.S. Xavier Murphy is Jamaica's first internet pioneer. Started the website Jamaicans.com in 1995. He was way ahead of the technology we now use in our daily lives. It was the first and only comprehensive website on Jamaica on the Internet. Jamaicans.com is the world's leading website covering news, travel, culture, and politics in Jamaica and the Caribbean. It is the largest website online and is an oasis since 1995 for Jamaicans worldwide. Mr. Murphy is also very involved in the Jamaican diaspora and other South Florida organizations. He served many local organizations, including being the first president of the South Florida chapter of the Association of Internet Professionals, AIP, and past president of Miami-Dade Jamaican Student Association. He is currently the president of the Jamaica College Old Boys Association of Florida and a committee member of the annual True Blue event celebrating Jamaican Alumni Association. He is also co-founder and coordinator of the annual Anansi Festival held each June across the world such as Orlando, Kenya, Kingston, Washington, D.C., and in Pembroke by to celebrate the Caribbean Heritage Month, which was in June also. He is very active in his church and teaches Sunday school. He lives in South Florida for over 25 years and is married to the beautiful Karen Lee Murphy, and they have three lovely daughters. So, as usual, we have my co-host, Chris Daly, who is a blogger on Jamaicans.com. Me thinking, are you? Take it away, Chris. Thanks, Denise. And Xavier, welcome to our conversation this evening. It's good to have you, sir. Thank you. Well, um, I'm, I'm glad to be here, and happy Father's Day to you and your listeners. Thanks so much. We know you may be in South Florida for 25 years, but your Jamaican roots are so strong. Tell us a little about where in Jamaica you hail from. Well, I'm I'm from Portmore. I I grew up in um, in Edgewater in, in Portmore, and um, even though I went to school in Kingston, so you know many people say, "Oh, I'm a Kingstonian." Um, yes, I was born in Kingston, but for most of my life, I grew up on the outskirts of Kingston, which is in Portmore. That's great. 
So what made you take the journey? Did your family come here or you came here on your own? Or how, how do you migrate? What was the migration journey like? Well, well, for me, what happened was I was looking for opportunity in terms of, of schooling. So I, I came here, uh, attended uh, Miami-Dade Community College, and then from there I went on to Florida International University. So you know, migration path, you would say, was one of uh, education and, and looking to, um, to pursue that bachelor's degree. One of the thing I really appreciate about you as I've followed you over the years is your strong family values and your faith. What were the major influences in your life around these issues? Well, I, I want to say it starts with my, my, my family. I mean, I, I had a, you know, as many of us do, we have a, a praying grandmother. You know, I remember growing up in Jamaica and, and, and going to um. Uh, the country. My grandmother was in Clarendon, in a place called Tweetside. So, you know, it's a it's a little town, small village. And you know, at night, one of the things I, I remember from a spiritual perspective is she would pray aloud, and she mm. would pray for every child, every grandchild, every great grandchild. And it was just amazing how she would do that every single night. She'd read her Bible aloud. And we, as the grandchildren who would go there, we would, we would hear that. So uh, the foundation started there, and it, it, then it continued. You know, uh, again, my parents are, are, are very strong spiritually. And um, because of that, you know, even the family value itself, um, you know, I'm very fortunate to grow up with um, a mother and father, you know. Um, so I had that family unit that was there to, to guide me, to mold me, and make the man I am today. Amen. That's, that's really a great story to hear, and your great testimony on the Father's Day, what men can do to transform their life and, and to grow our family and our, and our community. Exactly. Yes. I've always been interested. Ninety-nine to five years started this Jamaicans that come. There must be some story behind. What kind of motivated you to decide that, that this was um, what vision you had that this is a really good thing to do? What, what got you started down this journey? Well, the journey of Jamaicans.com goes a little further, probably four years before Jamaicans.com. So, uh, but I want to start. I want to start with the technology part of it. So, I was very fortunate to start working at what we what was then known as an electronic marketing company, and that company was a travel-based company. It marketed the properties electronically for Universal Studios and Disney. Now, what do I mean by electronic? Back then, when I started out, there was there was a AOL, Prodigy, and it was CompuServe. And the internet was just started to, starting to get commercial, just starting to get commercial. And so we would market, we would market, um, properties on, you know, AOL because, you know, you had a content area on AOL, CompuServe and Prodigy. And right. when I was, when I was at this company, I started to say, you know, look out there and I said, well, let me see what's out there on Jamaica, on the uh -huh. internet. And um, when I came up and did a search, I remember 
vaguely there was one website that was out there was um had some brief information it was put up by a student i still remember her name i think her name was Ar- Ar- arlene lang and it had some brief information i think it was probably a school project that that she did but there was nothing out there really on jamaica and i said to myself well why not? Because I'd learned how to create websites at this point in time working for this electronic marketing company. And I had learned all the tools, the, you know, all the, the, you know, the online tools, so important having a, a email list was. And even in terms of community, you know, Jamaicans.com has a large forum, which, you know, has always driven the, the, the community feel of Jamaicans.com which, you know, for most, for the most part, you know, is the first signs of social media community right. <laughs> um, that's there. And um, so, you know, I started building the website, and it started out with a few pages. Now, the content, and this is where I go back to four years previous to that, I, I used to have a newsletter magazine in the South Florida area that was distributed once a month called Enough respect. And enough respect, I had some content. So the base content that was used to build Jamaicans.com came from the print magazine that I used to do our print newsletter called Enough Respect. So we had interviews. I didn't post any interviews. It was just basic content, how to speak Jamaican patois. We used to have a monthly recipe. So those, okay. that was the basic, um, the, the, the you know the basic platform that was Jamaicans.com was built on, but then eventually, what happened was that um, people started to email me, okay, and ask questions, and the more questions they asked, the more content I needed to build. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so they would say, you know. You know, we want, we're traveling to this area in Jamaica. Can you tell us a little bit about it? You know, wow. I'd email them, and then I'd, I'd take it, you know, take it from there. Children would ask, how do children in Jamaica dress for school, or what is a typical school day like? And as I answered these questions, I, I you know, just tweaked the responses, and then just started to publish them on, on the site. And we started, as I said, probably with a... 20-page website, and now we're up to over 10,000 pages. Man, oh, incredible. Wow. <laughs> so when did you realize that, boy, this thing really had some legs to it? Um, you know, <laughs> it's, 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 it's still surprising to me the legs it has because, um, you know, you know a, a quick story. Yesterday I went to a birthday party for um, what we call a Jamaicans.com boardite, which is someone who joined our forum. Mm-hmm. And in one corner of this website were all these people who met online through Jamaicans.com, okay? And they were all hanging out, and they were saying, you know, if it wasn't for the website, they wouldn't have made these friends they have made for life. Who they, You know, one person was visiting from, a, from another country, and she said, listen, I have a place to stay because I made friends on Jamaicans.com. And okay. I'm still surprised at the impact, you know. <laughs> That's incredible. Well, you've you know, really they're... done a good job in building this virtual community that, that's now flesh and blood in so many ways. Yes. 
Yes, you know, in, in fact, there have been three marriages. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to, hey, look out, um, 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 e-harmony. <laughs> exactly, you know. So, um, I mean, the impact is, is as, as again, it's still amazing to me. You know, another story was we have a, um, a resource there talking about Rastafarianism or, or Rastafari. And... Um, there's a gentleman who I had tapped into initially when we were writing this whole section of the website. Right. And a few years later, I saw him again. And he said to me, he said, Xavier, my son was doing research on, on Rastafari. And he needed, uh, you know, he went on the web and he found your website. And mm-hmm. he said to me, he said, listen, you have, he says, I'm an expert, but he says, you have such a resource there right now. You know, he's really impressed. And to hear this coming from someone who lectures and who is an expert at this and who I tapped into, you know, it really shows the impact and, and the growth, you know, um, that's, that, you know, the, the, how the site has grown and how it's impacted people because he's, he's like, he's an expert. And he's like, well, you know, there's some things you have there that, you know, I'm learning about now. <laughs> well, 10,000 pages, no slouch. And I look at Jamaicans.com as the digital curator. You're the really the content um, keeper for culture. So by default, you have a, a pretty, you know, responsible role. How do you decide, you know, what kind of um, content you do um, um Make a part of Jamaicans.com. Well, you know that this is, that's one of the, the biggest challenges in terms of verifying stories and and verifying you know trying to look at the ulterior motive behind some of the articles and some of the stories that are there. We haven't gotten it perfect every single time. We have, I'll be the first to admit that. You know, there's been one or two stories that we have published and we have pulled down. Um, but, you know, what we do is there's an editorial team. And okay. uh, when an article is submitted, that editorial team kind of reviews it. And one of the things we check for is, you know, is it accurate? Is it an attack? Is it factual? Um, you know, the key things in terms of, 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 of journalism, integrity. and 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 then, you know, you know, you look at how if it's offensive also. And you kind of walk through, you know, those items, those bullet points, and it's okay. Then we'll go ahead and, and, and publish it, you know, based on that. But the editorial team kind of looks through it to see, you know, yes, this is something that we, we feel good about and that we'll publish. And, again, we haven't gotten it right every single time. <laughs> but we've tried our best to do it. And there are times where there are stories that, we have heard about, and but we can't confirm, or um, you know that we have chosen not to not to publish. That's that's you have a good instinct for this thing. There may be some young person listening to this, um, or some ambitious person. They see you as you represent. I call the Silicon Valley kind of entrepreneur. What kind of advice would you have to share with somebody who is thinking of? doing something within this internet world as a career choice? I will say this. Learn everything. Do not 
think that something is below you or something is not your job. One of the things that I look back at when I worked for this Internet firm, the first firm that introduced me to the Internet and electronic marketing, was that I was put in a position where I had to do everything. I was a project uh, coordinator, but I had to code. I had to send emails out. I had to learn how to um, resize graphics. I had to learn um, from, in fact, I had to go to the mail room <laughs> at times to pick up the mail. Okay. Uh, so what happens is the way I look at it is this. Every, everything you learn gives you experience and insight because it allowed me to understand the tasks that need to be done and how long the tasks are. So, for example, if a programmer says, you know, it's going to take me a year to program this because of my basic knowledge and having to do some of the programming or some right. of these pieces, I'm able to, to, to more look at, a, you know, say mm, that estimate may not be valid or that, that is, you know, a valid estimate. The other thing I would recommend, so that's number one. Number one, I would say learn everything. The other thing I would say is, um, the, the, you know, don't listen to your detractors. You know, um, if you have a vision and uh, God has put this in your heart, I would say go for it. I, rem I remember when I first put the site up, you know, I had some people, I'd walk up to them and talk about the Internet, and they look, looked at me like I'm crazy. And, I, you know, I have one friend, in fact, who today he says, you know, you know, Xavier, you talked about this. I thought this would have never taken off, and this, in, and this Internet is not a part of our life. This technology is not a part of our life. Um, you know, so don't listen to the distractors. Uh, the third thing, I, thing I'd say is this. Be willing to change. Be okay. always willing to change. Be open to change. Listen to what folks are saying and be willing to change. If you're not flexible, you know, te the technology will pass by you really quickly. So um, that's one thing that I would say what has kept our site um, as one of the top sites is the, is the, the willingness to change and willingness to uh, incorporate and um, new technology and new concepts, you know. So, so those are the three things I would would um, recommend, or I, I would I would say to to any young person who is looking to to go into this to this field. You just shared some really great gems, Xavier. Thank you for that. Um, one of the the other important space that you have because of your, your virtual community, you connect the home country of Jamaica with the diaspora. Um, it's a very interesting place to be because there are folks on both sides who are you're connected together and sharing information. What are some of the key observations you have made uh, as you see the interaction between these two uh, spheres? Well, one of the key interactions I've seen is with social media, and with more people coming online and with um, mobile technology uh, the way it is, the, the diaspora and the folks in Jamaica are much closer. You know exactly what is happening when it's happening. And I think that is one of the keys. I remember there was a point where people here would feel distracted, or, or de I'm sorry, not distracted, but detached from, from Jamaica. 
and the people in Jamaica would feel detached from 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 you know the people in the diaspora. Um, you know, there are points in time where, you know, for example, there's a if there's a hurricane happening, okay, and uh, we had to be a clearinghouse for the the office of disaster in Jamaica. No, that's not necessary. You can't sign up for tweets. You can't sign up for uh, on their Facebook page. So you get instant updates. And so the, the, you know what's going on. Everyone knows what's going on. I mean, you know, my, I'll use my example of, of, my, of, of my parents. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, they are, they're on technology. Um, they're a little, you know, a little bit technology challenged at times. But I could call my dad up at any point and he could tell me, hey, this is what happened in Jamaica today, <laughs> you know. And and to an extent, because of social media, the folks in Jamaica can tell you, you know, this is what's going on in New York, or this is what's going on in in a particular area. So, um, I think technology has brought the diaspora and Jamaicans who are living in Jamaica much closer together, and um, we can react much quicker to events emergencies, um, you know, needs, etc. because of, of, of technology. That's wonderful. Well, we have two major events in Jamaica coming up this year. It's the 50th anniversary of our independence, and it's also the Olympics that we're looking forward to with much anticipation. What's some of your personal insights in, in both these events as you, as you think of the lead-up to them? Well, I, 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 let me talk about the Olympics first. Um, you know, I think it's exciting that we have the Olympic year in the same year that we're celebrating uh, 50, 50 years. Um, I think this is going to be one of the most exciting Olympics. Uh, Usain Bolt and uh, the Jamaica track team have, has taken the world. You know, you could see online the pictures, you know, people asking questions. They, they have just, he has just taken, he's been the, the new ambassador <laughs> for, for, for Jamaica. And he has taken Jamaica to another level. Um, you know, one of the things that I would hope we would do is take that goodwill and, and turn it into something just more than, you know, a celeb- celebration moment of our victory in the Olympics, you know. So take that goodwill moment to have people learn more about Jamaica and see how we can benefit, you know, benefit the folks in Jamaica. So um, I think it's great. I think it's really good. You know, in fact, you know, the irony is 50 years of independence from from the British and we are going to the Olympics in, in, in Britain. <laughs> That's a very unique insight. That's good. So there is, there is some irony to it, but I think, I think that's great. In terms of the Jamaica 50 celebration, um, and my insight on that, there's a lot of events here, and, and I'm, you know, some people look at it and say, oh, there's just, everyone is having an event. There are too many events going on in the different parts of the country. But the way I look at it is this. There will be something for everyone and everyone celebrates differently. I know folks here in South Florida who they don't want to go to a banquet, okay? And and typically here there are two independent balls or, or balls slash banquet. 
And there are people here who say, you know what, I want to go to a street dance. And recently, you know, there's a street dance, um, which to me is, is great because that is how people celebrated back when they gained independence. You know, it was there was a lot of street dances in Jamaica. So I think it's great that we're going to celebrate 50, and I think it's great that there will be many choices and, and, and many events celebrating it. You know, the one thing I hope is that these moments are captured. Um, this is a part of history. These moments are captured in a way to help uplift us and also that we look back at the 50 years, at our accomplishments and where we are. Use it as a measuring stick to say where we need to go. Where do we go in the next 50 years? You know, um, I know Dr. Uh, Claire Nelson, who is a friend of yours, Chris, and was in yeah. Washington, had had um, had written a, a good 50, I think it was 50 things she'd like to see happen in the future. And, you know, I think that's a, a great starting point. Yes, celebrate. Yes, look back at history. But where do we want to go in the next 50 years from now? Yeah. And what do we want to be in the next 50 years? I, as I said, after July and August comes September. And um, it's, the, the celebrations will be over the morning after. And if we're not prepared to leverage the goodness that we can get out of those events, um, we'd, we'd have lost an opportunity. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Finally, I'd like for you, David, to finish this sentence for us. Because you've been a man of much vision. And I know you're looking forward to what Jamaicans.com will be in the future. So in five years, we know that's a lifetime in, in, the, in the technology world that drives the Internet. What do you see Jamaicans.com being? Changed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know how to sum it up because, yeah. um, wow, we're – I would say we're in the next technology um, revolution, um, a, a second revolution. You know, first you had the dot-com era, um, and, you know, we, we know how that kind of went. Even though it didn't end, it really didn't end, okay? From an investment and a financial perspective, people may have said, you know, it ended, but traffic continued to ramp up on the Internet. Right. And, and now we have, you know, a new um, um, paradigm or paradigm shift, and um, what I see is, you know, and again, this could change tomorrow, <laughs> right? But what I see is, you know, we've been venturing more into mobile, and um, we're looking at our future initiatives are going to be um, that the website becomes it's it's very mobile friendly now, but more 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 in such a dynamic community and for providing us with such leadership in the past, the present, and we look forward to your continued leadership and success in the future. So thank you so much. And also, you. if you would um, like to learn more about um, Jamaican um, Xavier, visit Jamaicans.com on forum, and for Chris Daly, it's Jamaicans.com under Me Thinking. And to learn more about Jamaican Diaspora, visit JamaicanDiaspora.com.
Thank you so much. Progressive brings you Flowetry with Flow. A tool called Name Your Price. Get a grip on your spending like an industrial vice. It's nice. Beats rolling the dice. I prefer brown rice. Don't carry dumbbells when you walk on thin Get insurance based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.